The Chicago City Council is seeing a wave of incumbent members leaving office. Some are retiring or running for mayor, and some even face federal indictment. And it means groups across the political spectrum see a chance to seize power during this February's municipal election. WBEZ's Tessa Weinberg has more on the fight for the future of Chicago City Council. On a chilly Friday in December, City Council candidate Muiz Buani was trying to get to know his neighbors. Sorry, I'm putting... Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Davis. Speaking over tiny guard dogs and cutting through busy dinner schedules, he tried to make his pitch in the Westridge neighborhood. He's a Chicago public schools teacher who's on leave to campaign full-time to run for alderman in the 50th ward on the far north side. But before he could jump into his spiel, one woman who answered the door on Lunt Avenue said she already knew who he was. I know, I already got you on my list. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um... Any questions I can answer? Anything you've been thinking about by chance? A lot of things, but you know what? It'll just be nice to have new blood. I appreciate it. Bawani is part of a wave of progressive candidates who want Chicago City Council to pass more liberal policies. He's running to unseat three-term incumbent alderman Deborah Silverstein, who touts her years of experience as an asset that's helped her deliver on residents' needs. One of the groups behind the push for more progressives is United Working Families. In 2019, they successfully elected a handful of candidates. The group's executive director, Emma Tai, says they want at least a dozen more seats this time around. You know, I play to win. I'm trying to win all of those. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like we, we need the mayor's seat, we need the committee chairs, we need 26. Like, we need all of it because we're trying to, we're trying to pass legislation and we're trying to wield governing power. Ty says United Working Families expects to spend half a million dollars on aldermanic candidates and in the mayor's race. But with 16 incumbent aldermen leaving city council, they're not the only group looking to seize upon the opportunity. A newly formed political action committee, the Get Stuff Done PAC, formed to help elect, quote, pragmatic candidates. It's backed by investment firm CEO Michael Sachs and a former advisor to Mayor Rahm Emanuel. The PAC has raised $488,000 since it officially formed in December and could be a force to be reckoned with. Bill Conway, a former prosecutor, is running for alderman in the 34th Ward. He's hoping to get the PAC's backing. As the name, as the name suggests, it's my understanding that they're, <laughs> that they're trying to elect candidates that are willing to, willing to get stuff done. And, and um, you know, I don't know if, if they will back me or not. While a battle ensues over the council's political leaning, the council's Black, Latino, and LGBTQ caucuses also aim to grow their ranks. The Black caucus is currently the largest, but they're also losing a handful of longtime aldermen to retirements and candidates running for mayor. Oh no, I, I, I feel strongly that we will gain the members. We won't lose members in that regard. Now, we will lose some institutional knowledge. Black caucus chairman Alderman Jason Irvin, who's facing three challengers himself, says he's confident they can maintain their numbers. Losing tenured members is part of the natural turnover of any legislative body, he says. So the Black Caucus will always uh, be a, uh, a predominant force in council politics uh, and in city politics, you know, for years to come. The caucus doesn't always vote as a block and has a broad spectrum of political ideologies within it. Still, it can be an important tool for wielding power. That influence was on full display during last year's drawn-out ward map. That's when the Black and Latino caucuses fought for more representation for their communities. Going into the next term, there is some consensus about how the next council should look. Many want to see a city council that's more independent from the executive branch and one that pushes back against the historic trend of the mayor controlling citywide policy. 
Connie Mixon, an Elmhurst University political science professor, says it's a push that ultimately benefits Chicagoans. What we're starting to see now is a city council that is truly a deliberative body, and that's good for democracy. The election is February 28th with a potential runoff in April. Tessa Weinberg, WBEZ News.